to Hello, my name's Ross. And my name's Terry. And finally, I am Tom. This is episode 3.5, episode yeah. 3, part 2. Well, most 3B. films. 3B. 3B. Uh, 3B That's an interesting taste. Is that like a pencil? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm feeling a lot of disdain toward that oh, in particular. I'm feeling it. It's a horrible vibe. I'm How feeling feel? the disdain. How does it feel? How does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not answering that question. Is that right? No. So, uh, no. so part one. Part one was about the homework, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. It overran because because we just great. we just like the talk, don't we? And if the listeners got bored, yeah, tough. Yeah. Um, you, expect more of the well, same. Well, you see, it tough. We're, that's why we paused it and we're now giving them like yes, a second help you're getting in the second part and you know how lucky part two is this, is this as we've already discussed this is what it's also been known as is going to be based around Terry because episode two <laughs> the flashlight episode two we covered all of your life in gaming up to the spectrum era we'll finish off the spectrum era didn't we you confirmed that I confirmed that the spectrum was basically. You confirmed that there. So my the spectrum is uh, is complete. It was in my life, and it was a big part of a game and mm-hmm. growing up with games. You know the, the spectrum. I have to go on record and say I feel sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> you need to stop being so. And the spectrum's bit. I need to go on record by saying the spectrum version of Spyroom. I was better than cut the better than. Thank you for that. I find that the iOS iPhone version is probably better than all of them. Girl, you've got to pay for that. I think the Play School version of it is better than the Spectrum version. So we're gonna move on from Spectrum to what's next? Terry. Yeah, what happened after the Spectrum? What's next? Do you mind if I ask Terry? Baby, what's next? Next. I'm just going to take this sip of my drink. Yeah, uh, but actually, before we carry on, disclaimer, we're, we're getting quite drunk now, yes, nowadays. Yes, obviously, while we're doing these podcasts, we're drinking. And I'm just drinking water, so... Uh, uh, yeah. I'm drunk on love. To my tea and cork. That's, what, what I'm That's a pretty gay drink. I'm drinking Green Mark and uh, Diet Schweppes Lemonade. Schweppes. Ross, what are you drinking? He's drinking I, something I, I do from a, a Diet Coke can. Yes, yes. I do recall you pouring vodka from a hip flask, it's, which I can't it's say, a thing, yeah. into a, a, a cold now, receptacle. Is it, <laughs> is it so cold because it's hip to have a flask or because you keep it at the hip? Neither. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> what happened after the Spectrum, Terry, please? Yeah, what did well, you say? Well, nothing. Get? The world ended after the Spectrum. Um, <laughs> Spy Hunter 3. Spy Hunter 3. Yeah, never three. came out. Yeah, the, 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 the C, the reference C, Ross's anecdote from part one. Part one. The Spectrum, yeah. Like, yeah, come on. If, if any part. You, yeah, outnumbered, yeah, against the Spectrum, you know. Yeah. Am I? Yeah. Yes, I'm glad as well. Because it's me and. Ru- me and. Ru- 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 Star Fox. Star Fox, which might be mentioned in a later podcast. Ooh. Stay tuned, folks. Can't wait for that. Um, that's yeah, plough through all yeah, this bullshit. Uh, exactly. Episode 3, part 16. We'll, we'll get, we'll get <laughs> an actual decent machine. What's the it? 16th letter of the alphabet? B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. Oh, I lost track. E, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. Episode 3P. Ah, yeah, yeah, I agree. So, Terry, what happened after the Spectrum? Yeah, because you can edit all that, that bump out, can't you? No, that's and staying. Do you think it's very uh, organic? It's really, this is, this is far from the potted version that I was expecting, that I was promised. From the safety so, Terry, what happened after the Spectrum? Going on to um, what happened after the Spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> The later days of the spectrum. I don't know. I don't know if you can remember. No, 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 what happened after the spectrum? No, let's <laughs> let's plough through this. I want to start. I want to. I want to see this I, like post-apocalyptic wreckage, uh, like of the death of the. You know the great one. It's died. Oh no! Oh no! It's dead. What Terry's, happened next? Terry's face is gonna come off. 
<laughs> um, I want to um, just try and sort of paint a picture of how I took a back seat in gaming. Were you busy crying in With your room? Spectrum. Crying. I'm interested in. Do you, do you remember full price games on the Spectrum? All, all well on all computer home mm. computers eight bits. They came in the kind of double cassette boxes, didn't they? Yes. Like if you got if you got like a double cassette album, they will cut music album will come in that kind of. Yep. bigger case yeah. but you remember later on in the 8 bits light they started coming in boxes mm-hmm. actual boxes where you will take the lid off and the cassette yes, was in yeah. a plastic bag inside yeah <coughs> that's right um, I, I like, had I remember Robocop ba- like that yeah, Batman we yeah. had Batman the movie like that you got a free poster yeah, yeah like that's it. how they started coming full price games that was the kind of era where I my brother bought all the games right and he was the major user of the spectrum back on that day mm-hmm. and like i kind of took a back seat so my next moments in game and after that what as a result of what my brother did not me right <laughs> that sounds like the that, beginning that's of like a disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. uh, what my brother did what but my not, brother me. Did not me um <laughs> did he have sex with a dead horse is that what happened then? yeah no. <laughs> um, my friend wants to know how to have sex with a dead horse. I'm, con- I'm sure after the spectrum, <laughs> he got a master because we'll start moving. He did, I remember that. We'll start moving into the console world because that was the next logical step, wasn't Game it? Game Boy? Yes, they're very, very good. Actually, yeah, I've got a little... I remember <laughs> my, my brother wanted a Game Boy so much that I think it was for his birthday. My parents had got him a Game Boy for his birthday. He wanted it so much that they actually give him it before his birthday. Right. And obviously with Tetris, I remember playing, he let me play Tetris on it, I thought this is actually awesome. Right. Just for something you could hold in your hand. Like going from like the bulky spectrum on a TV to something you can just hold in your hand. Granted with a monochrome screen. I remember I wanted one. So I can't remember how much they were, or 70, 80 quid at the time, weren't they, something like that? Yeah, I think they were probably more than that. Well, I, don't, I don't know if I paid 100, more than £100 pounds for it. Did you Did you buy your own? Yeah, I bought my own Game Boy with my own money. Well, how did he get one for not, like... It was, a, it was his birthday present, but he got it before his oh, birthday. Oh, I see. And you bought your... I but just for clarification... Back then, I didn't have like spare hundreds quids, how did no, you... No, like, I don't know how well, I was only 70, 80, so... It was yeah. only about 70 quid. I, I disagree. <laughs> it well, was. It was about 100 quid. I'm not convinced. I think I'm, I'm with you on that. But wait, like hold on. Where quid. did you have 70 or 80 quid? I was only paying over 100 quid for it. Where did you have that, though? Where yeah. did you find this money from? That's yeah. a very good question. That's what I'm, I'm trying to get at. I want some more personal information. I saved it off of my paper round. <laughs> Bollocks, <laughs> right? But I remember going did to... Did you have a paper round? I did, I. Right. Anyway, um, I remember going to Newcastle City Centre, going to the town... Newcastle City Centre. Said that. Um, purchasing a copy, purchasing a Game Boy, and I How don't much know, was it? I think it was from the game store. Do you remember the game store? Was it called or the computer shop? Electronics boutique. No, no, the game store. I, I was quite clear about that. <laughs> the game store. So not game. Um, not game. That didn't exist then. Right. You're going back like thirty years. Yeah. Probably, no, like twenty years. Yeah. Yeah, which was the game. Was it the games? It was the game store, wasn't it? It was like it had a grey logo on the I'm game store. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is <laughs> game now, and I'm not advertising the game store because I think they went bust. <laughs> um, but anyway, I bought a Game Boy from there. They didn't, they didn't have any carrier bags. Seventy, eighty quid. They didn't have any carrier bags, so I basically had to walk through Elton Square With carrying the Game Boy under my arm. The Game Boy was so popular at the time, everybody wanted one. I was basically shit scared that I was going to get it nicked off us yeah. walking through Elton Square. And I was relieved I got it out in one piece and I got home with it and everything. Anyway, so yeah, well, the Game Boy was next. And then the Master System came along. Well, hold on a second. You just... I'm not going to dwell on the Game Boy any more than that. I think I've All right. Can you remember what games you got? Obviously, you got probably Tetris, I would imagine. We did, did touch on a few of them. Tetris. Like, bubble, bubble, uh, 
Battletoads. Oh, yeah. That was the only game on the Game Boy I completed. Really? Uh, Battletoads? On the Game Boy I completed. Awesome. I absolutely loved that game. Yeah. It had great music. Uh-huh. The graphics were absolutely fantastic for yeah. a handheld machine at this day. Really good. Absolutely brilliant. And I, I, I played it so much that I ended up completing it. Um, I had Kirby's Dreamland. Yeah, I've got that. But that's meant to be piss easy. Like... I know, but I just don't think I played it enough. Oh, that's actually one of the games. Remember, on the first episode, I was talking about the kid who swapped some of my games out for other games. Aye. That was one of the ones. Kirby's Dream Land yeah. was one of the ones that. It was a great game. And Donkey Kong came in, and it was like an orange that's Donkey right, Kong country or something. It was in an yeah. orange cartridge for some reason. I didn't have Super Mario World, which obviously, like, virtually everybody on the Game Boy had Super Mario I thought World that came well. free with a Game Boy. I don't no, know. it was Well, recently. There. But yeah. my brother had it and that did used to lend so I played that. Like about two or three right. years ago I, I was on like a well going somewhere like I think to some festival and I brought like I've got a Game Boy Advanced which well, plays, Super Mario Land sorry. Yeah, plays the old yeah. and I've got that old cartridge of Game Boy um mm-hmm. of of Mario and I really? played through it and I finished it. I it's mean, so easy. It suffered from incredible blur though. Which was, no, but that's what's the the beauty about playing on the the Game Boy Advanced. It doesn't blur. Mm. But you, you if you remember if you finished it once you could play it again. It was slightly different. Uh, I don't yeah, know if it was but not. Or something, but it, it was like it was harder basically. Right. There was more enemies and stuff like that. So it was slightly different. I was like that, because I I've, I played it so much I could sort of memorize where the enemies were for the the tougher game. Remember, that, I don't know if it was the second world where there was, it was like Egyptian, in a sort of Egyptian yeah. setting, and there was those horrible, like flying. That I'm sure they had like a sphinx's face or something like that, but they had wings and they used to fly along the top of the screen. Wow. Fucking horrible. But One yeah. thing but, about that game is. Um, it introduced it, it a new type of like game mechanic for the Mario games and it was like that shoot 'em up type of idea like you know where you was kind of like do you remember yeah, that? The, yeah in the submarine and oh, the, yeah. the, 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 so yeah, it was underwater like right. and honestly we need to do a podcast about how annoying underwater levels are we're getting, any we're, type we're, of yeah, games we touched Sonic, on that in the, yeah. first, the first one oh, uh, yeah, the first podcast when we talked about they weren't that annoying they were just an excuse to do a shoot them up type of mm-hmm. idea but yeah I, I played that recently and honestly it doesn't blur that's that's what was interesting because yeah. it did blur because that's what the game the original Game Boy suffered from wasn't it when it scrolling really it's, blurred it's mainly the, the actual screen itself yeah, it it's not the fault of it wasn't monochrome screen wasn't it but I also had Sticking to Kid Kirby's Dream and that Kirby Pinball. Alright. Oh, I played that, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Um, that, was, that was a good game, that. Um, I used to buy a lot of games. It was a good game, but like, how much did that cost? I can't remember because. Didn't it cost like 30 or 40 might, quid? No, no, I never paid that much for it. For a Game Boy game, I don't think. I they, thought that sounds. I don't good. think that uh, went anywhere near that price for that. Really? Quid. Um, 20 quid then? Maybe it's 20 quid. How it's not even good for that though. How yeah. much was the uh, original Game Boy? Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, I'm going. <laughs> listen, listen. But I, used to buy, I used to buy a lot of my games. I used to buy a, a, a game. I actually had a subscription. To a, a Game Boy magazine, and I can't remember what it was called, Game Boy World or something. And Game Boy I used World. to buy my games from the back, <laughs> from the Game Boy World. Yeah, uh, it, it was a used to buy from the back of yeah, the magazine. It was a rival the gay, the subscription to Game Times. They used to have. Burn. Switch that room right round. <laughs> and um, I used to buy a lot of games from the. The, uh, the ads at the back of that magazine the reason I did was because of what I just like one ninety nine, two ninety nine. Yeah. and one of the games I got from there was good. Bubble 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 on the Game Boy scrolled each level scrolled yeah we mentioned that yeah, yeah it didn't fit the whole thing on but it was still a good game it was a it was a faithful conversion it just mm-hmm. obviously it scrolled I also had Double Dragon Wow, for, for the, the Game Boy, really? it was absolutely my cousin had, <laughs> it was crap. My cousin had Double Dragon uh, for his Game Boy. It was shit. And we never, because you, you could play it on, 
you could you could join two Game Boys together. Yeah, you could. Yes. You, but we, we we both didn't have the game, so we couldn't do that. Uh, I, I, I don't know anyone else who had it. I remember being all right. Oh, I hate uh, it. What was so bad about it? It was just I don't know. I just I think it was the certain. It was I think hard. It was, I think it was the first end of level boss. I couldn't get past. With the big fat guy with a yeah. massive head. And I used to read. A, a lot of people must have had the same problem because there was something in the magazine about it, and it mentioned the way of getting past them and defeating them, and I just couldn't do it. Even following that guide in the magazine, and I just couldn't do it. One one and game I, I'm reminded of. Uh, the, I think angry video game they mentioned was the Spider Man game on uh, Game Boy. Oh sure God! Yeah, you mentioned yeah. that. Uh, yeah. I remember when I, I never used to play it. I, I quite liked it. But then when he talked about it, and I can't remember if he slagged it off or not, I can't remember, but really? I think it, I remember being quite good. But another game I also had was Castlevania. Alright, yeah. That was a fantastic game on the Game Boy, absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant. It was like Battle Tours, it had the same kind of graphical style and the same music. Yeah. Bring about the Game Boy, it had two different musical styles, certain games used one kind of musical style where it was just like beeps and blops and stuff. In other games, use the full channels of the music. Mm-hmm. Battle Tours was one, Castlevania was another. It was really deep, rich music, full of like a handheld. Can you remember how the Castlevania theme tune goes? I can't remember now, but it was absolutely fantastic that game. But do you remember you had you could get them cartridges that had like fifty games on them and stuff? Yeah. Do you remember you? And Battle Tours was one, wasn't it? Because I used to play. Back, uh, like me dad. Going back to the original podcast, he came back with like loads of like games and stuff. He came in with like a few Game Boys. I've still got a few actually, and uh, he had this cartridge and it had like fucking loads on. It had like one on the one cartridge. Yeah, it had FIFA. It had Mortal Kombat. It's amazing that they could put all that onto one cartridge. Did you did you just play it on your Game Boy Advance? No, no, I played it. It was on the original Game Boy, yeah. Yeah. So how did it was like a menu select? Yeah, yeah. I, don't know yeah. On it. I went. I actually went to see Zach Wild, and I took the Game Boy Advance that my sister lent us, and uh, I had all them on there, and we're playing through them. And God, FIFA on the Game Boy is not a pleasurable experience. I'll tell you. I think a lot of Game Boy games are like that. Even to this day, I could go back. My favorite game on the Game Boy was Battle Tots. And I, I could go back that game now and have great immense fun out of it. I just thought it was a great game and I loved it. I did really enjoy it. I don't think I ever finished it because I just remember it being really, really hard. It, 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 was, great. it was difficult. It was really the hardest level was the maze where that brain was following you. Because there were certain parts where you just couldn't get around it and mm-hmm. it would kill you. So yeah, I don't think it was that, that bit. That was the hardest level of the whole game, was that? It wasn't really a maze, you just followed the path. But the brain was bouncing following you. What noise did the brain make? It didn't make a noise. <laughs> it does, that's... But I'll tell you one thing, though. The, the, uh, the Game Boy cost 70, 80 quid. <laughs> Why would I be investing in that? What, 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 what could I possibly gain from knowing that? Honestly, if, if we look up that it costs more than that, in your fucking face. It didn't. It fucking didn't. It was 70. Stop. I'm sure it was 79.99. I'm convinced of it. It might have even been cheaper than that. Maybe fifty nine ninety. When was this or what? Like, oh God, that's a good question. I, I can't remember. It's like I was still at school because I remember Robert Richardson being like wanking over the fact you could pause a game on the Game Boy. Oh God! <laughs> I just quickly googled there uh, the the price of the original Game Boy at launch. Someone saying. It was definitely $169 when it launched in 1991, came bundled with Tetris. But there's also other people saying it was $100, which would to us would be about like 80, 90 quid or something. I mean, that's in dollars, isn't it? I remember paying, over, I remember paying £90, yeah. which was about $170. I'm sure it's £89.99. £90 was $170. Really? Hold on. I've got that. 90 is more like what I said. No, well, yeah, but I, I said it was definitely not over a hundred. I never, I never paid over a hundred for it. We're getting bogged down in this guy. Yeah, who gives a who gives a fuck how much it was? But anyway, I think we've we've exhausted the Game Boy. I've, basically, that was the handheld, and I know you had the Game Gear and all that at the time and uh-huh. stuff. And 
I, d- I don't know. I, d- I think the I'm game gear was just like basically a, a bloated uh, TV yeah, tune, wasn't it? It was horrible. Yeah. It was ugly. But what was the the, the game the game gear had that was supposed to rival Tetris? Clacks. Columns. 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 Oh, columns. Yeah. The columns. Yeah. Um, that was like their version, wasn't it? Bollocks, wasn't it? What did you say? Sorry. What was Sonic, well, Sonic Edge came out on it, didn't it? Well, it was that, was, that was like the rival to Mario. It was basically a handheld master system, wasn't it? The game, yeah. Yeah. And that's giving it credit. Well, it's funny because recently I've been like clearing out some stuff at my parents' in there. I found three consoles. I found the snares, and it, it's my snares, but I haven't got any of the original leads. But I want to try and get them because I've got the games I want to go through. Mm. I want to go through Mario again, you know, and Link to the Past, classics. I found my old um, PlayStation, which actually works, but it doesn't boot up any games. Right. Apparently, that's a problem with the lens. And I also found a Game Gear. Really? I won't be playing that. <laughs> it's got a... I, I think I've got Mortal Kombat, which I have played on the Game Gear. It's just fucking terrible, man. That's my point with the, the Game Boy. There's something about Nintendo. And whether you like it or not, Nintendo are clever. They're like they have good, they have good games. The Game Boy was like the weakest of the like technically the weakest of all three of them. Oh, because you had the Lynx, you had the Game Gear, and you had the Game Boy. Yeah. It was the weakest of all three of them. Without yeah, it was the most successful. What yeah. you mean, like uh, hardware wise? Yeah, oh, it, it was the only three of them, right? That had a. Uh, that had a black and white screen, yeah. which is yeah. a massive. You know, if you were to pick one, you'd go fucking hell. It, but it used less batteries. The which, batteries lasted ages in a Game Boy. Ah, uh, compared well, compared to the fucking. I had a links. rechargeable battery pack for mine. That's the, you put it on the back of your Game Boy and it stuck out like about an inch. Did it? Sort of like a, a lean to yeah the bottom of your Game Boy, but it was really good because you just plug it in every night. Oh, in fact, it wasn't even every night. Yeah. It was every few days you'd plug it in. You all the different uh, peripherals for a Game Boy, didn't you? If you imagine, the lens. It would be interesting to get a Game Boy and put all of the different peripherals you could get for it. Like they say, like that lens, the yeah. magnifying thing with the light on the side. Because that was the problem with the Game Boy, it didn't have a backlight, did it? Yeah. Uh, you couldn't exactly. play it in the dark, you had to have the, the did torch thing. Know, did the Game Gear have a backlight? Yeah, the Game Gear had a backlight and so did the air rings. <sighs> I remember that's why that's why the battery power on them two machines was so weak. Was it because it was the backlight? Yeah, it was the Atari Lynx. It was the backlight that backlight that used the battery power. Yeah, that's why them machines had had no battery power on them. I remember back in the day, like being stuck, like I was helping someone move, and I was stuck in a room, and all all I had was someone ferried loads of gear to another place. Whereas I had to just, it was Stephen Hebble. Right. And I had to sit there as everyone was ferrying stuff. I had nothing else to do. And he had a, a, um, a game gear. And he had like, he had the the thing that plugged in so you could watch TV with the yeah, arrow. Yeah, the game gear. That power. didn't work. And he had Sonic the Hedgehog, Hedgehog right? If you talk about screen blur, right, on, on, the, on the Game Boy... Screen blur on Sonic the Hedgehog. How do you, how do you oh, think I that looked? Sonic the Hedgehog was the only game I ever played on the Game Gear. It was fucking yeah. terrible. Absolutely. The TV receiver. Did that ever? Did it? It just his didn't work, or did it not work properly at all? I don't know that's because. Point. I don't know actually. The thing is, that's it's a like cool innovation if it did work. Yeah, the, well, you could get portable TVs at the time. That my dad had one that were handheld. We dad had one in the back. You couldn't even watch an hour-long TV program. I don't know if it is like. I don't know if it is a good thing. Like, uh, it's interesting you say that because I try and place myself in that moment. Because when I was playing that, that was four or five years after the like. That was a good idea, sort of thing. I mean, when you were buying that TV tuner for the Game Gear, you were basically just dying a handheld TV without the screen. But it, it was the you, same price as a I mean, handheld TV if with you the had a, If you had a Game Gear already, and the Game Gear was great, had great games but on it. But it wasn't great. Then, I'm just saying, like, hypothetically speaking, if it was great, and you already loved your Game Gear, then fantastic, you can now watch telly on it, that's yeah. amazing. But if they bring out this Game Gear, and they say, oh, also you can buy this peripheral, which is, we're trying to justify this fucking product, which is a piece of shit, or you can watch a telly on it instead of playing your games. 
That's true. It's, it's good. The, it's good if it's already agreed. Like if N- Nintendo brought something out that would let you watch TV on your your Game Boy, you'd be like, fucking brilliant. Yeah, like, that's something else yeah. I'd love to do on the Game Game yeah. Boy. Play games, but yeah, the game, yeah, was shit anyway. I know it's Very not shit. factually correct, but I, I I started listening to um. There's a book that's come out. And it's about like, it's based on the whole, the invention of the Nintendo and like, the rise of um of Mega Drive in in um in America and stuff like that, and they were talking about the inventions of of what they went through, and they mentioned the whole like invention of the thing that plugs onto the handheld but I, I can't place when it was historically mm-hmm. like it's hard to like place these things because like looking back at it because it never interested me I wasn't yeah. a, I, I wasn't a Nintendo or Sega person no, I didn't not, yeah not at the time having said that moving on to like my next console was a master system yeah um, was that yours or was that your brother's it was my brother that I played on it. I, I had the similar experience to you then. Yeah. Because I, all of my con- the consoles I played on until I got my PlayStation 1 were my brothers. Yeah. I never had my own. I, no, I had a I, Game I, that's Boy. That's right. But so we had similar. It's, uh, it's, like, it's like kismet, isn't it, really? It is. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's quite wonderful. I'm, it's uh, lovely, isn't it? It's such a wonderful experience. I'm getting creeped out. Well, the, the oh, look no. on your face <laughs> there was of a r- but, pure arousal. Yeah. <laughs> that, not just on the face. So the master system, we had because there was two versions of the master system. We had the bread bin one. Yeah. Because wasn't there there was there was yeah there was that bigger one and then there was a smaller one which had the as far as I'm concerned the flip up cartridge slot which reminded me of a bread bin. You know what I realised after we talked about the master system last time that the one that my brother had I believe was a master system two. That's it. Because the Master System little, that two, was a smaller black one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the All Master right. System with the curved edges. Yeah. Master System One it, was it, like had the red, red. That's right. On, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's <laughs> the difference between the two. So which one did you have? The Master System Two. It was the, right, the yeah, little yeah. smaller black one with yeah. the round. That's the one. And it had the cartridge slot. You you lifted it up like you would yeah. a bread bin. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting that bread bin. That was a mind that you were doing there for yeah. the listeners. He mined. I mined the bread bin, listeners. He mined what it might look like. If you were to open a bread bin, yes, and you could put a card. But if I'm being finickety, like it was, please do. It's such a shit console. Why would you? It was a shit console. Why would you want to? I loved it, me. I really the bananas. You gotta remember, yeah, my brother. It was my brother who got this, not me. So. It's such a shit console. Like, why would you even care? Like, what version? I know. It's like, but see, there was a difference, and it was just interesting. What was the difference, Tom? There was no it, difference it in tech. Master tech. System One, Master System Two. But there was right. no difference so what in technology. The, the the name. It was just a smaller Master System, wasn't it? The so that was literally two. the only difference. Yeah, it was it sort was, of like a slim, slim line. Yeah, it wasn't uh, technologically better. Right. Okay. It was just a. Right. Okay. It was just a smaller <laughs> Master. It's like the both play, of them come, uh, It was like the PlayStation One and the PS One. Yeah. Or the it's PS2 the same machine, the, wasn't the it? Line, yeah. yeah. It was just a slimline version of it. So That's what did, um, was. did both of them come with Alex Kidd already installed? Yes. Right. I don't know if the big the Master did, yeah. the Master System two did, it came with Alex yeah. Kidd pre installed. If you didn't uh, put a cartridge and you just turned it on it would boot up Alex Kidd. But I think the only game we had for it was uh, Mickey Mouse and the Castle of Illusion or whatever. No, you had Alex Kidd as well, didn't you? No, no, well that came with yeah. the game. That boot, I've just mentioned that like, if you didn't put a cartridge in and you turned the master system on Alex Kidd would boot up because I remember but the only game we actually bought for having it, fun taking the piss out of that how yeah. bad that was oh, I remember the Jenkin the Tom, rock paper scissors it's one of Tom's favourite games huh? whoa, 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 whoa. you were podcast one you were like I didn't say it was one of your favourite yeah, games you, you said you loved one, it yeah. I said I liked the master system and I really liked that game but I didn't say that it was one of your favourite games you wanked I remember the one same of your favourite master system yes as I listened to it yeah that was me um, but it was like the top there was like Rainbow Islands and all that where it, rather than being side on scrolling it was top down wasn't it Alex Kidd you went from the bottom of the screen to the top no on a certain level certain the first level you did you went from the bottom to the screen to the top yes like Rainbow no, Islands you went from the top to the bottom didn't well, you well well whatever yeah, way yeah, right. but it was like Rainbow Islands yeah, did that fixed. didn't it you were up and down yeah, rather than right. right to right that's right 
because um, I watched a video on it um, when I was doing the first podcast yeah. and everything. And yeah, you go down and punches. The and then the second level, I think it's four left or eight. And that's when you met that Jenkins guy, wasn't it? He was yeah. a boss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, was he really? That's what bosses were like on that oh, game. Yeah. But anyway, Mickey Mouse was the only game that we bought for that, and that was actually quite a good game. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. It was DuckTales. Was it DuckTales? It was a duck. Um, duck. It was oriented like. It was Sonic and the Castle of Illusion. I know it was called that. It was Mickey Mouse and the Castle of Illusion. Yeah, yeah. So that's the game we bought for the. For the master system. For the master system. It was some duck one. I'm sure it was. It was well, like Donald Duck kind of thing. We might have bought two. Because I remember, like, it did look great. Yeah. But. Well, we must have bought two because we definitely had Mickey Mouse in the Castle of Illusion because I remember that game. As well. So vividly. And I do remember the duck one. So I must have, been, well, must have had two. Mm. But he bought them. It wasn't me. I had nothing to do with them. I used to. I don't distance these. I used to play them. And he, he got rid of that. And uh, then uh, you got a Mega Drive, didn't and you? And there was a Mega Drive next. There was even uh, you know, I was saying about Master System One, Master System Two. The Mega Drive did a similar thing, didn't they? They brought out the Mega Drive. Yeah, there was the bigger Mega Drive and then the, the yeah, smaller Mega Drive red buttons with the red buttons. Yeah. We had the bigger Mega yeah, Drive, which actually had a headphone socket on it. Yeah. In the volume control. Ah, yeah. so on there. Yeah, 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 remember yeah. that. And um, like the circle that had sixteen bit written yeah. on the front of it. Mm-hmm. We had. Uh, that was the the first Mega Drive, wasn't it? And we had um, the cartridge went in the middle of that circle, didn't it? The games were, were I remember having Road Rash. Yeah, I remember playing Road Rash too. Loved that game. We had Road Rash too. Did you ever play Road Rash too? No, yeah, I it. didn't. Why did the cartridge have that little yellow, do you remember that little yellow thing on the side? It was the EA stuff used to do that. It didn't do anything, it was just like no. trying to identify the cartridges. I think it was to take the show off, like I think they had like more. Yeah. Back then, I don't know if it was a weird thing, because the snares had like cartridges where they would like elaborate, like they had different mm. specialised chips in it and stuff. And I don't know if it. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if it got to that point where like yeah, okay. EA were like going, oh, look. If we just put this like sticky means- thing on the side, <laughs> oh look, we've got this. Because Street Fighter, which I'm sure in time will come on to, that was like a massive like for the snares. Oh bloody hell! It, it was a it was a massive card. It was like a sixty four bit cartridge or something. Yeah, like and that's why it cost so much because yeah. of the chips that were in there. Oh god! Man. At least that's what the toll were. You know, well, like so I bet you back in the day, it was size. like it cost fifty pence. Because that was the good thing about uh, cartridges. Yeah, you could put a lot of hardware on the cartridge. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, during the console wars, Mega Drive were like, ah, oh, right. Next thing we're gonna do, we're gonna do the whole. Uh, we're gonna have CD based. You buy CD thing to this. The Mega CD. Okay, so what does uh, Nintendo do next? Nothing. Tappity tappy tap. Right. They're gonna do this super FX chip that goes in a certain certain games. Yeah. Star Fox for instance. It improves anymore. Yeah. And well apparently Yeah, exactly. Anymore? Apparently <laughs> there was a few but, but Star Fox. Was there a few Star Well apparently yeah. Star Fox I mean, it game. doesn't look awesome. No, I had an Amiga. Did, did, did I had an Amiga before I sold. I sold an Amiga to go onto a snares, and I like Street Fighter and stuff like that. Fucking that looked an awesome to me. When I went to stuff like Star Fox, I've been playing stuff like Star Glider and Elite on me Amiga, but, and it looked better than that. It looks called Star Wing in this country. Yeah, it did, yeah. Because yeah. I remember going to game in Elden Square in Newcastle. In that it, yeah. The, you could play it in there and you got a certificate with your score. Really? Yeah. Me and my brother went in and played it. I was the biggest load of shit that yeah. game ever. Like, I, 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 I remember going to me, he made uh, Chris, the drummer from the band. Right. I remember going to his house and he had it and playing it there and I absolutely loved it. It blew my mind. I was like, whoa, you could do the barrel rolls. But it's where like the that. famous boo 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 boo
an Amiga in games like that that they were ten a penny. Mm. True. And then I'm like, all right, that costs, and I bought it. More fool me. Well, I remember on the Mega Drive, um, games I remember are, as I say, Road Rash, which I absolutely loved. I it was I, great. I yeah. thought that game was fantastic, Road Rash. I loved we, it. We had Road Rash too. John Madden. It is fun. Yeah, John, John Madden. Madden. They're yeah. a good franchise. I don't like it personally. Me, yeah. and, me and my brother, it was two-player cooperative, and me and my brother used to play two-player. You were EA Sports as well, yeah. John Madden. Awesome game. I hate EA Ice Hockey. By the way, an EA Ice Hockey, fantastic. Fucking awesome. The noise, when you used to hit the bar, of, you, you wouldn't score. You would hit the frame of the goal. Yeah. The noise that used to make was I class. Know. It was basically a sample of the crowd going, ooh. Yeah. I love that class. game. It felt so like. Yeah. It felt. EA Ice Hockey. Well, there was something about EA Ice Hockey where it felt like everything felt like just crunching. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? fights as well. I remember me and yeah. your brother used to play that, and I used to. It's a fantastic I used to be like a, a worse team or a better team and it was like something yeah there was something was, about that game it was I, I think the, that age of um, EA sport games on the Mega Drive because you know when we talked about Desert Island games last time mm-hmm. I afterwards thought about it and I wish I'd said FIFA I think it was FIFA 95 I used to play on the Mega Drive and I used to play that Obsessively, I changed all the. I had my own team where I changed all the, the players' names and, and members of my family. So I had like my cousin was a striker mm-hmm. and I used to play on the right wing. My auntie was up front and stuff like yeah. that. I even had like my little cousins who at the time were probably only like two or three. They they were in the team. Wow! Um, but I changed them all and I was just I absolutely loved it. It was fantastic. That it was brilliant. Th- those the all kind of all of the games were from a similar angle. Like all of the NHL games and yeah, the Madden yeah. ones, and yeah. that to me, I'd, I haven't really played any FIFA games since then. But those ones, those sport games, when they were like look like that from from that angle, with the the coloured um, star around the player. Yeah. For like there was a red and yellow one, I think, yeah. for the different. Uh, it was just that was my favourite. I haven't oh, played no. sport games since then. Fantastic. That was like the high point of the. Uh, yeah. And they trying to remember other Mega Drive games. I can't really remember any. Was well, Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage, of course. Of you course. had a pack with Streets of Rage yeah. on, and I fucking loved Streets of Rage. That was a fun Streets of Rage one. In there, I had like one of the few times I had a sleepover, and I had a, I had a um a Mega Drive upstairs, and I had a SNES downstairs, and I'd lent Streets of Rage two, and I never played it. And I remember you saying, oh, it's too easy. It's too easy. Did I really? It, yeah, it is too easy. But Blimey. fucking hell, that's what me. a fucking that's game. Go on something for me to say that about the game. That's it was fantastic. And then your brother, do you remember when you went to the shops and you came back with one Mars bar? Yeah, and I remember that. And then we watched Evil Dead too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that was fantastic. But that was brilliant. I remember me, me mate Kai had a couple of cartridges that had like three games on each each cartridge mm-hmm. one of them had alien storm on it oh yeah i know that one it yeah alien storm. what else was on that oh i can't remember honestly can't remember but i'm sure you had another one that had the two of the streets of rage games on it and something else because there was three there was three streets of, streets of rage wasn't there but yeah but not many people only had two of them and then there was another game on it he also had this weird game that came in this weird brown box and it was you were flying a helicopter like an apache helicopter but it was awful the game oh that was another game we had there uh, was a desert strike or oh desert strike i'm sure it was desert strike it was desert strike jungle strike yeah the, the it was desert, desert strike not many people. desert strike yeah. was the first one it was all it was like isometric wasn't yeah it, it was you, uh, could pick up, you could pick up crates of ammo when you could uh, pick uh, up I, I, I must admit i didn't really like it oh, i loved it i didn't really, really like desert strike yeah, I really like. I that did game. like Desert Strike. Did it was yeah, good. I, I, I didn't really play much of Jungle Strike, and I never played Nuclear Strike. I think for me, it was because I couldn't really play it properly. To be yeah. honest, it's difficult. Yeah. It was a hard game. I loved that. Yeah, really but I remember my brother had that as well. Desert Strike. When it came to the Mega Drive. In Sonic, by the way. Yeah. Sonic. Yeah, oh, I remember Sonic, Sonic too. <laughs> it's it's flagship game. Yeah. yeah. Sonic. Aye. You'd already touched on it with the master system, hadn't you? But yeah, but Sonic. It was quite. Did, did the master system. It did have versions of Sonic, but. 
Yeah, and um, they were saying about like how Sonic, it got made, like specifically for the Mega Drive. Mm-hmm. It was its standalone title. It was the the game that they went. Look at this fucking console. This is what it does. Mm-hmm. I remember back then though, like as a tangent. I remember growing up in feeling the aftermath of Sonic. So I was, I had an Amiga at the time, and Amiga fucking got butt, it got butt fucked because what happened was. Well, they had Zool, didn't they? Well, Amiga. it got Zool because of that. Yeah. It was, it didn't get Zool because they thought it was a good game. What happened was, it went right. Okay, Nintendo has Mario. Sega has Sonic, Amiga has nothing. It has no figurehead game. Mm-hmm. All right. Levens. No, it had to. Be, it had to be a platforming yeah, game. So, oh, Robocard will try that. Oh, uh, that didn't Robocard. work. <laughs> Do you not remember that? Yeah. Right. Well, so I tried that for. Uh, yeah, tried that for a bit, right? And then I tried loads of other games, right? Like loads of shit. Like dig dig into it. There's loads of crap. Like. You know, like fucking really shit, like offshoots of like crap, and then it tried Zool. Do you remember James Pond? Because it was James Pond two Robocard. Yeah, that was what it was. What James, the first one are you gonna say? It was James Pond, and then it was James Pond two Robocard. That was yeah. what it was called, I think. But at the very first level, like the very first part of the very first level, there was a a cheat where you you know how you pressed a button and you would grow right. stretched up. Yeah. There was if you went up and went past like the first bit you could see there was five or six items on top of this roof and if you collected them in a particular order the first letter of each item would spell out something right and if you collected them all it would give you something like infinite lives or something like that or yeah and i don't know what it's it spelled out but it was something like cheat so it was like a piece of candy and then, and then other things yeah does that spell the word yeah. cheat uh, you'd be able to find it easy if we googled it but uh, you'd, you'd just stretch up and collect it and then move along stretch up collect it um, but I, I actually I quite like James Bond I thought it was a pretty cool game speaking of uh, like cheats and stuff I, I remember that um, the Mega Drive was the first console where do you remember the Game Genie was it yeah. the Game Genie where it was like a car which like, you put in the cartridge slot then you put the other the game cartridge yeah. in mm-hmm. and you could type codes and stuff and you could get cheats and what have you was the game the game genie because it was, was it was the game genie wasn't it there was, a, it was an called. equivalent for the, the game board yeah there was another one there was i think there was two rival yeah companies that made them the game genie was the one that i remember yeah but i i can just remember getting like games that was just the circuit board that you would put in the cartridge slot really it didn't have the coating were like pirated games and stuff and it was just the circuit board yeah and my brother used to get them and i can't remember what the actual titles were but they were you literally did you were just putting a circuit board in the cartridge slot and then it was trying to bypass the copy protection and all that on the actual game um but yeah the mega drive was the first console where i had experience of cheating on game well i mean the spectrum you had the porks that you got in magazines and stuff yeah I mean like sort of pirate games and all that kind of stuff that was my first experience of it was the Mega Drive and I always remember that Mine was, I just can't remember um, the titles the games that they were my first experience with cheating this could be a, a good podcast it's a good one I like cheating in games my first experience with that would be like the up down left right ABC and starts for in um, uh, Street Fighter 2 and Snares no it was for uh, Sonic the level select for Sonic oh uh, because it was Pretty similar sure level one up, up down left right ABC and start uh, if you did it on Street Fighter 2 on the Capcom logo on the snares you got the championship well it wasn't the championship edition it was there yeah. but you couldn't play the bosses but you could play 
same player versus same player. Yeah. And the background <laughs> went blue to say you've done it. Aye. Aye, that was a... There you go. And I remember you could also do that same cheat on hyper fighting and you got extra speed, extra stars. So you could make the game faster. I remember, yeah. Uh, that was all, but anyway, that would digress. That's another podcast, that isn't it, Street Fighter? I, I don't like, I don't, these days in gaming, I really don't like cheating, I never do. Uh, but I do like Grand Theft Auto and the, the way they do the cheats. It's more like sort of modern the game to a certain extent within their rules where you I think you open up your mobile phone number and your mobile phone and you put in a number this is how it worked on Grand Theft Auto 4 I think anyway and putting in that number would cause something to happen yeah. in which I think is pretty cool well, what I like and it, like I remember watching an angry video game nerd about this is uh, about like bugs in games that you can deliberately make that happen exploits like, like yeah, yeah. yeah I was fascinated by that yeah. like where the a lot of them were bugs that were deliberately made by the manufacturer of the game and others were like ones that obviously they didn't know and I, I, I just went through a period where I was fascinated by that uh-huh. kind of thing where like just trying to find deliberate bugs in yeah. games you could make a game crash by doing certain things and like pressing what was it uh, you did on Renegade oh that was to skip levels wasn't yeah it? Press the button to skip but like Going back to Street Fighter Two, you could you could do the handcuffs when man, it would guile. What's that? I, you, oh, I can't remember how you did it now, but you you did a certain move with guile, yeah. and it, it would handcuff him to the player. So oh, really? yeah, so the opposition player, when you jump, you were basically attached to that player, and you were jumping really? around with him and all. And you could race on the arcade. It again, it was with guile. You could reset the arcade by doing a certain move. In the arcade machine would reset. Fucking uh, We used to do that at college all the time. That's funny, isn't it? You used to piss people off who you were playing. <laughs> like they'd, put so money, makes... they'd put money into playing and then you, uh, you would be guy and you were doing the reset and it would like, really piss them off. I'd love to have a proper big cabinet in, in the, the game room in the house. Yeah, like, that would be great. It would be it? awesome that way. But I mean, I'm, I'm to be honest I'm nearly at the end of my gaming thing right. because after the Mega Drive was the SNES mm-hmm. again the Mega Drive had a short lifespan with my brother because this was all my brother it wasn't me um, it had a short lifespan with my brother and, and the SNES came along I remember looking at screenshots of the SNES in magazines and not being very impressed by screenshots of games but I think it was because you watched screenshots of this, the, the Super Famicom, which is what it was called, and was that what it was called in Japan, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and it, I think it, they were the screenshots, so that obviously they were a different format, TV it, format. And it's they were strange. like liney, they were very liney. Yeah. It's strange you should yeah. say that because um, I remember my dad, we had a Mega Drive and a SNES right. run at the same time. And he had so I had Mario and Sonic, and he loved Mario. This is like a guy that's in his like fifties, and he was like saying Mario is shit. He's like it's so slow, it's pedestrian, it's crap. And then oh, colors, yeah. he he was saying the colors are just like. Wow, it wasn't wow. till later. A statement, isn't it? Well, it wasn't till later we got like Castle Illusion for this for the snares. And he was like, oh, that looks amazing compared to, like, we had, like, a copied kind of, like, um, snare, so, like, it ran a bit faster, so it had the bigger things and yeah. stuff. But um, I know it's a kind of, like, it's a difficult one because if you look at the snares and the Mega Drive, it's difficult to see which is better. But I truly believe the snares is a better console. Oh, me like, too. It's a, the mode seven, like something like Mario Kart, right? Mario Kart could not get made on a Mega Drive. Couldn't. couldn't right. And for me, Mario Kart is one of my favorite games. Did you see mode seven there? Yeah. Because you mentioned that in the last podcast. What is that? Because I don't know what that means. It's a hard thing to like nail down. It's like yeah. It's is it part of the hardware of the, of the console? The yeah, I mean, the SNES had mode seven in build, didn't it? Like the cartridges didn't. It, wasn't, it was like it was, a, it was it could, to, yeah, a fancy. It was like um, 
super the super fe- super FX chip where the so carbon and the chip in it. Give it a three D sort yeah. of yeah. The SNES itself had that hardware already right, built okay. into it. The Mod Seven. I mean, if you look at like one of the games that first came out on the on the SNES, Mario Super Mario World, it it had super effects like stuff like yeah, built into yeah. it. But like the major ones was like F Zero. Like I remember playing F Zero at yours. And I had an Amiga at the time, and like I played like Dragon games, like stuff like like Lotus and stuff. And your brother's like saying, "Oh, look at this though, like the Amiga can't do this." It's true. It's like truly like rotational things. Yeah. I remember didn't, didn't James and Mike play FC real quick recently. Yeah, they did. Yeah. It's a great game. I, I love that. I would I say the music to personally, it. Personally, I would say Mario's better. Like yeah. Mario Kart. Like they oh, didn't. Mario they, Kart's they, far better. They said in that video that they thought the win match you One, oh, one no, of them Mario said. Mario Kart without it. I agree, it's yeah. Uh, it, it's one of the games. Again, maybe I went to my mates. I was the same guy about uh, Star Wing or Star Fox. He had Mario Kart. And we used to play that quite a bit. And then obviously, it's one of the first games me and you Ross played together. I I I would love to play that now. I'd love to like one night. Well, I've got to see your snares again. Yeah, un- unfortunately, or, um, I need to get the, the lead cables, and the yeah, power yeah. pack working out. So. But- that would, would be to, awesome to play that again. Sit like, down and play that. Me so too. Yeah. We could have you could have a whole night playing that. Definitely. Yeah. For the me, ta- the, honestly, the time would just go, wouldn't yeah. it? You'd be playing it before you know it's like eleven o'clock. Just as in a tangent, and I'd like to say this: like, it's funny, the snares. It introduced me to some some things where like, I had such fucking amazing time playing, like, Link to a Past Zelda, right, and. Mario Kart and Mario, right? Yeah. And I never managed to step up to that because I didn't pick the next um, Nintendo console sort of thing. So I've never played the next step up to them sort of games. But what pisses me off is I have, like in retrospect, played the next version of um, Mario Kart. And in my mind, Mario Kart 64 is a big pile of stinking shit. It's terrible. You won't find me arguing with that. Like, so that's the stinking shit. Everyone oh, says like shit. Ocarina of Time, <sighs> the next um, Zelda is amazing. I had a quick go of that and I didn't like it. I want it. I, I do really want to go back and try that. I just find it weird that like I had this time where I was like, that's amazing, and now I've seen like, you know, they, like they get it wrong so many times though. Where you you. Uh, like Spy Hunter, there you go. That's a really good example. Spy Hunter that had this sort of iconic, f- almost faultless game for the drama, yeah. and then they brought up Spy Hunter too. They tried to innovate too much, yeah. and they completely fucked it up. Not totally. And like you say, it, it ruined the franchise, and it, it did. I totally. It was a it. game game breaker. But the snares for me, Street Fighter Two. I remember playing playing it at college, in the common room at college. I had a Street Fighter Two uh, arcade cabinet in there. Playing it, brilliant. I remember getting it on the snares, playing 64 quid for it or whatever, however much it cost. It was the most expensive snares Jesus. game, I think. Well, I remember came out there, wasn't it? trailing around town where you yeah, used to, trying to find the fucking... Yeah, I remember going the day on its release date, going to the game shop, and it was, it, it sold out. One. It might have been game, I can't, I can't remember. but And then we had to go back the next day, I think, to get it. Any plastic bags? Because I think we ordered it. Uh, <laughs> I think we ordered it, pre-ordered it, so they kept it for, and it was like sixty-four like pounds the, or something, wasn't it? I didn't like the Nintendo boxes that the, the games came. Yeah, in, the, like well, the, the um, Street Fighter Two on the snares was it like the American artwork? It wasn't the Japanese artwork on the yeah. box or anything. Like the shit artwork. Yeah. The Japanese yeah, artwork was absolutely fantastic, and the American artwork was crap. Mm. But that's the one, the version we got, and uh, playing it, it was just. It was just brilliant. I remember there's a lad at college who I knew who taught me how to play Street Fighter 2. He came back and played on the snares and he thought it was brilliant. And, and then the hyper fighting Street Fighter 2 Turbo. That was better. We lent that off 
Was yeah. it Michael Campbell? Michael, I remember. It's interesting. And it was that. That that was the ultimate version. What What's weird about that is, I remember going to Michael Campbell's and I played two games where I I, I played um, Mario Kart and I was like, I'm not that sure about this game, right? It seems a bit shit. And then I played a uh, Hyper, um, sorry Turbo, and I was like, it just seems like. For what it is, it doesn't seem like much of a step up from Street Fighter. And then, in retrospect, I realised, like, both games... Like, right now, I would say they are, like, classics. I mean, Super Street Fighter 2 came out on the stairs, but I thought Hyper Fight was better. I thought uh, Turbo was the best. Yeah, it was the best game. And I remember that day when we learned that and we went through that. It was, like... Yeah, it was fantastic. But, in retrospect, it's a weird thing, because it was, like... To put it in the context though, it was 60 quid more, right? Yeah, it was. And all it did was speed the game up and give everyone a little bit more, like, moves. And you could control the bosses and yeah. stuff. And... So, like, can you see why I was like, oh, this I... is a rip-off? Wow, well, without a yeah, doubt. Yeah, but that's like... That, that without a doubt. That's, that, that's basically the Street Fighter mantra though, isn't it? Like, I know, but that's it. what's crap now. Yeah, yeah, you can say that now. But, like, back then, right... That was like when sixty quid was sixty quid. Yeah, like it meant a lot. For a hundred and twenty quid, you can buy new snares. Yeah. So it's it's bad shit. And that's why I was like, I'm not sure about this. Like, but that's uh, basically the end of the story because I think after that, we didn't get anything after that. I think, but you you need to discuss. We never got a PlayStation. We never got. Hang on, where did we get up to? We only got up to PlayStation. No, yeah. I got up to my like. We and we, we never got to three sixty. Because as you've got to remember, this is all my brother. He kind of went to uni and mm-hmm. did all that kind of stuff, and then he moved away. And yeah. so after the snares, there was never there was in the computer after that. But how long after that did you get the? So you never had an Xbox. No, never had an Xbox. So I had any con- PC. It was PC. How long after that though? Well, I, was, I got a PC about two thousand and one. Was my first PC. Right. Aye, but then there was the whole Half Life and all that type. Yeah, of. so that. So what sort of games you played on your PC? Obviously, Half Life. Oh, bloody hell! I mean, Half Life. Uh, that was the first. Well, Medal of Honor was the first game I ever played on a PC. Uh-huh. It was a demo disc that I had. Um, it didn't run very well because the PC I bought was from a a retailer mm-hmm. which went bust. Um, it was tiny, was it? It was tiny. No. It was. <laughs> uh, that's the PC I got. There's no one made to get a tiny Yeah, PC. and it was, just wasn't powerful enough to run even Medal of Honor. So, but then I started like obviously building my own PCs after that and making them powerful enough to run games and I've played loads of games on the PC. Half-Life was the main one. And half like two and obviously episode one, episode two, etc. Portal and Portal mm. Two and all the all the big sequels of that. Um and Street Fighter <laughs> Street Fighter Two on the PC and Do you ever play Left 4 Dead on the PC? No, I never did. I played a demo of it. The problem with me is I don't get online enough to appreciate the multiplayer online yeah, side of it. I, I think it's a game that you couldn't exactly. play. Like it's not it's like, like Team Fortress and stuff. I mean, I couldn't play that. Mm. Counter Strike, couldn't play that. Because mm. I just didn't, I, I don't have access to online. I mean, obviously Counter Strike was a game I would have loved to have played. Because back in the day, that was like the online I, multiplayer game on the PC was Counter Strike. Counter Strike. Uh, global offensive, I believe. It's yeah, exactly. Loads of variations of it, wasn't there? It's it's tough though. It's a big learning curve because it's uh, it's like an e-sport really, right? Really, really competitive. Well, no, you got to know what you're doing, otherwise you just get proper tournaments for Counter Strike yeah. stuff, isn't there? Uh, it's really, really tough. But yeah, yeah. so with regards to PC, now obviously the Grand Theft or Grand Theft Auto series. Mm. I love that I've got Grand Theft Auto 5 downloading as we speak yeah, download 59 gig I've got 2 gig downloading oh Jesus um, 2 gig wow I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be there I'm, number 6 is going to be out before I download number 5 how down well do you think your PC will handle it probably not very well but I'll just have to see I might just have to play it at lower settings yeah to play it but but yeah I mean I've had great enjoyment out of the PC but whereas like when I was like, in my zone of gaming, 
where game was like me kind of life and was it did stop at the snares yeah like yeah i play games on the pc and stuff but that gaming isn't my life anymore like it used mm. to be yeah like i can go i can go weeks and months without playing That's a game right. on the pc easily in the minute i i haven't played on the xbox it's been weeks now since yeah, I can easily. I mean, I do a lot of stuff, other stuff on the PC, like watching yeah. movies and all this kind of stuff. But uh, playing games, I, I'm easily go. I'm a bit concerned at the moment because I'm I'm still not sure what's going to happen next. Yeah, I'm just a bit worried that. I don't think it's going to be the end of gaming for me at all. But I, I don't know. I just can't see when I'm going to actually take the next step to yeah. the next generation. I don't know. Well, that's it. I mean, it, it is. It's the next generation. It's a big, isn't it? massive it's financial thing. investment. I, I'm saving for other things in yeah. life. It's, it's as we all are. It's like it's tough. But um, but I think that that's kind of sort of brought like brought us up to date with right. sort of where I am in the game and sort of yeah timeline. It's like I don't know whether gaming for me will kind of dwindle out, mm-hmm. but. I'll I know, but you're always, always like snack back yeah, sort of thing. I You've mean, been playing on stuff I'll, like I'll always stick to the PC for gaming. I'll, I'll not, I'll not go to console or anything. I'll always stick to PC yeah. until the PC dies as a gaming platform. It will never. And I don't think it ever will. Not when games are um, pretty much developed on them. Yeah, it's always the ultimate. The only way you can really see the way the developer wants a game. But I mean, I've noticed how amazing the consoles have become mm. whereas like they, they, there was like quite a gap between pc and console yeah now it's like it's like literally so close it's amazing how what you can do on a console now yeah. and how far it's come and mm. it's absolutely like from when me leaving console gaming at the snes mm. to seeing what users are playing on like the xbox and seeing the xbox 360 and the mm. ps4 and stuff absolutely fantastic now like it's just there's great times ahead when it comes to console gaming like absolutely brilliant well it's difficult because but i'm speaking sorry to interrupt you but i'm speaking from as a pc gamer like yeah. i don't know much about console gaming but to me it's looking fruitful like well it's more it's it's an interesting like it's looking at how the world's changed and really more than because a pc can just constantly upgrade yeah and games like I mean Doom and there uh, they were more like just pushing it do you know what I mean like every every iteration they were wanting to push it wanting to push the graphics you're not getting that anymore because yeah, like true. no one's willing to do that like you're so right the graphical advances in, and they're using the same kind of advances in consoles soft the game makers aren't taking advantage of it for because they're just not it's more this generation yeah. especially for that because the it just it's not worth the while doing yeah. it because they know that can sell it to like console users and just go oh, okay this is the way but then again from my point of view i, I don't want to like pay like that amount just to play a game so yes. it's like exactly exactly it's a difficult thing though like what's best I think the 360 did outstay its welcome in a sense mm. you could add like better like, I don't know it's difficult really isn't it yeah trying to think of what's best I think if that's brought us up to date I think it has yeah I mean, that's, me. that's me finished um, probably a good place to end the podcast yeah. and then on the next one at least we can start with a fresh slate yeah. talk about the homework we've set ourselves and well I've got a, I've got a list full of topics we can talk about well sure Terry said what, what games you wanked off to so yeah well I've been too busy actually wanking off to games to come up with the list <laughs> I've been so, jerking off like 24 uh, 7. I think it would be easier to come up with a list of games I haven't wanked off. Yes. I was going to say I'm blind right now, so I can't really yeah. say. <laughs> That's too much wanking off. But yeah. Where did that come from? Wanking off? I think someone's just. No, like blind and. Um, it was because I think. It got they got it in their own eye maybe. Just as an aside, talking about wanking. As aside. Talking about wanking up. I remember a friend of mine, and I'm gonna name check him Paul Beaton. <laughs> he uh, 
he had a Commodore 64 and he had a game on that when I went over to his house and you basically waggle the joystick from side to side and it was a woman wanking a cock off like that awesome. yeah. and the faster you did it the more you, she did it like that that was the game oh my god yeah and it obviously it came eventually. I don't know listeners it, but it came but I don't know what that game was called but it just fits nicely it's what you're talking about well it came it came from it came from within it came from the council I think they had a time limit to make this <laughs> this cock come I think you have like a minute to make it. Oh well, thanks. It came yeah. from the balls. It came from the balls. <laughs> on that cum shell. It came from the balls. That's awesome. It came that. from the balls. That's brilliant. Thanks. Um, well, that was just an aside. I remember that game so vividly. So there you go. Practicing grains on the brain. Right. Well, thank you very much for listening yes. to God. And we'll see you next uh. time. <laughs> See you next time, bye. Bye. Thank you.